0: Hello and welcome everyone to JazzCast, the number one podcast for your Utah Jazz. Hello, it's me, Duncan, your host as always here at JazzCast, and wow, what an exciting game in Los Angeles. Uh, Our team's up 3-2, looking to close out the series tonight in the SLC, and man, we're just sitting on pins and needles right now, hoping we're going to get to the second round and face the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Just a quick uh, Game 5 recap. Gordon was back to his usual self, uh, just kind of dominating all over the court, and there was a great overall team effort um, and energy, with the team finishing with nine more assists and nine more rebounds than the Los Angeles Clippers. To paraphrase 80s rocker Joe Esposito, the Jazz played like they were the best around. And up next we have our new segment, Jersey Talk, with Jersey Mike. Thanks for having me back, Duncan. Hey, no problem, Jersey Mike. I'm always great to have you here in studio. I just want to do a quick note from the corrections department. I noticed the team in the last game was wearing their uh, green jerseys, not the traditional blue jerseys that you uh, mentioned on our last episode. Well, I had my sources update me that they were switching to the green in honor of the recently celebrated Earth Day. As you know, the Utah Jazz are the most socially conscious organization in professional sports. But I didn't get to provide the update before the game because you released the episode already. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, we just have a deadline to meet when we're doing these episodes, and you know the fans are looking for our insights before the games begin, so we kind of have to get them out uh, at a certain time. Hey, look, Duncan, for jazz about it, the team won, and that's all that matters. We're all good, my friend. Also, the Jazz are gonna be wearing the white jerseys tonight. All right, great. Thanks, Jersey Mike. And as always, Jersey Mike's Jersey Talk is brought to you by Subway. Subway, eat fresh and now we'll go ahead and get into our game six predictions Uh, we're back at home in front of the home crowd in the SLC Uh, definitely gonna need to leverage that six man in order to punch the ticket to the next round Uh, if the teams able to feed off that energy put in enough effort and put in enough shots into the hoop um, I think they're gonna be able to come out on top and we'll be able to see our jazz play uh, in Oakland and the SLC in round two So fingers crossed that that happens to be the case, and we'll stay tuned to what happens tonight and last but certainly not least we have the fan fiction portion of the show fan fiction as you all know is the portion of the show where you the fans write in stories that you've thought of uh, it's just kind of describing fun times you've imagined spending with members of our utah jazz and if you have a fan fiction you'd like to send in and have read on air please submit them to jazzcastpodcast at gmail.com and today's edition is brought to us by sandy from sandy utah <laughs> Sandy from Sandy, what are the odds of that? Well, anyways, she sent in a really great fan fiction, and here we go. Small doesn't just describe what type of forward Joe Johnson plays. It also applies to his biggest passion, miniature pewter figure reenactments of famous historical wars. The only place you can find Joe when he isn't at the practice gym is Gajo Games on South Union Square in the heart of Sandy. Whether commanding a battalion of French troops against an oncoming German front, or leading a set of tanks across the snowy terrains of Serbia. You could always catch him taking on his good friends at Gajo's Mega Game Nights, rolling the dice to find out if he could rewrite history, be it on a tiny scale. One particular evening, the theme for Gajo's Open Game Night was the Civil War. Joe and our team represented the Union forces and were having an amazing night, with perfect dice roll after perfect dice roll, successfully pushing back the Confederate forces in the Battle of Shiloh, when suddenly the battlefield judge halted the game and said, In order to complete the victory, and preserve historical accuracy, you must finish the battle with the correct final marching band tune." Our team was hoping to avoid this situation as our normal drummer, Lewis, was participating in a regional tournament up in Boise that same night with his other team. Without hesitation, though, Joe turned to me and said, "'You thinking what I'm thinking?' To which I replied, "'Hey, they don't call us the Utah Jazz for nothing.' Joe proceeded to pick up the snare drum that was lying near the battleground table and belted out the slickest jazz drumming interpretation of Battle Hymn of the Republic any of us had ever heard. The battlefield judge then declared, Victory! Union Army! And it was at that moment I knew, being a member of the Utah Jazz wasn't just a job. It was a way of life. Thanks for that, Sandy. That was an amazing story. And I mean, I can imagine Joe dominating the battlefield just like he dominates the basketball court. So that was a really awesome story. Uh, and as always, if you have any questions, comments, or just want to talk jazz, feel free to email us at jazzcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to go ahead and follow us on Twitter, we are at Jazzcast Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, and as always, go Jazz.